Hello, everyone. Welcome to the eTech Leadership Table. This is a podcast where we invite you to pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee, and join us as we tackle some remarkable discussions on everything leadership. I'm Melissa Wood. I'm your host. I'm the Dean of Leadership Development at eTech Global Services. Welcome to this episode of eTech Table Talk, Leadership Table. We are excited that all of our podcasters are here today. Man, we have a fun one for you today. So pull up, pull up a chair, invite a friend, get your favorite drink, and join us for this <laughs> wonderful episode of Jim Madden and Melissa Wood Leadership Table. So hi, Jim. Welcome. Hey, Melissa. Great to see you again. Thanks for having me nice on. Nice to see you again. Nice to see you again. Hey, every time we all, as everybody, just imagine everybody pulling up to the table. All of our podcasting friends pulling okay. up to the table. Have a seat. When we pull up to the table, my house, we usually have some kind of drink in our hand. Are you drinking anything today that you want to share with water, our podcasters? Dude. Yeah. Um, Good for you. Nothing exciting. Just some water here. I, I'm ready, hey, though. Water is... It's evening, maybe. you have it in a thermos. Yes. And you have it in a thermos. So a, a water, do you, are you ice water or straight like spring water? Yeah. Are you like a water connoisseur? May to May to October, it's iced water. And then I kind of um, go, go more with straight water when it's, when it's warm okay. or cooler. <laughs> I love water. I love yep. water. I've, I've got addicted to this new spring water. I've been drinking spring water a lot and pH balance. I've been watching the pH levels of water. So, um, oh, interesting. you know, grow, yeah, growing yeah, up, I drank stream. water, water hose. I have a soda stream and I was overdoing it and my dentist told me it was going to hurt my teeth. So I, I only do like a, maybe a, a liter of that a day. I don't try to do too much. I love that. Okay. Well, yeah, today <laughs> I am, today I'm drinking a, like a smoothie. I'm drinking a iced strawberry banana smoothie with it's a v8 smoothie so i'm excited about that so i should be a little a little more energized than my normal self so you better watch out you better awesome. watch out so all it's right like well it. let me just tell our, our podcasters as you're pulling up a table you know pulling up a chair at the table let me tell you what jim and i we're going to talk to all of you about today and it is you know ai i just came back from one of the most uh phenomenal conferences and obviously, AI is a hot topic. It is a hot topic. Uh, Jim knows all about this. He is from the company of SimTrain. But we're going to talk about AI probably not like any other podcast or any other, um, you know, synopsis that you've probably been to. We're going to look at it differently. So today's topic, get ready for it. If you're taking notes, if you don't have your pen or your tablet, go get it. Today's note, today's topic is how AI... Um, is improving the agent life inside and outside of work. Okay. So when yep. I met with Jim for the first time a few weeks ago, he, this is where his heart's at. I saw his eyes light up when he started talking about improving agent's life. And you're going to hear many people on YouTube and podcasters talk about AI in all sorts of different ways. But this is about how it improves someone's life inside and outside of work. So I think that's where it's different today. So come on in, join up, and let me tell you a little bit about Jim as you are taking notes because he's not just somebody that slid in and wants to talk to you about AI, just another AI talker, okay? Jim, I'm not trying to embarrass you, but I took some notes <laughs> about you a little bit, all right? So just so you guys know, you see us, um, you know, he is from, he is the COO of SimTrain. 
Got it? He's got it. Look, he's got his shirt on. He's sporting it. I'm sporting E-Tech today. You can see it. I'm sporting right. E-Tech. Yeah. Um, basically, Sim Train is almost like a digital coach, right? It is an AI-based automated role-playing solution, right? And so it, I love the, the terminology when they say digital coach. And why does Jim have a seat at this table? Let me, don't blush, Jim, but let me tell our podcasters why you have a seat at this table. When you hear someone saying, when you hear me refer to someone as a seasoned leader, you know, you see that people's bio, you see it on, you know, uh, all their uh, updates. That means he knows what he's doing. He's been in this industry, he's seen it come full circle, and he's got experience uh, in this in this field, okay? So I love to have a seasoned doctor <laughs> that knows what he's doing. That's what, I, that's what I'm always looking for. And I really like to have a seasoned pilot when I'm flying. Ah, that probably is something you want too. So I want someone that is seasoned in the field. So when I saw seasoned leader in his bio, I don't wanna skip over that. Um, at all. He knows what he's doing. He has a proven track record. That's what that means. Uh, he has a history as a general manager and a CEO of multinational companies. He's taking companies from zero dollars to 300 plus uh, million dollars. If you go back and you can read all about his bio, a lot of podcasts will sit there and read the bio, but I want to let you know that um, he's, he's taken people from nothing and moved them to somewhere. And that's where he, he does that with companies. And that's where his heart is sitting when it comes to agent behavior, because they can go from an area where they are from point A to point B and his passion is to get on there. So um, most, I know when you're probably setting many podcasts, Jim, but most podcasters don't tell you what your boss says about you. I went to see what your boss says about you. Uh-oh, uh -oh, watch uh -oh. out. So <laughs> you're, your boss, uh, Dan McCann, right? And he is the CEO and the chief learning officer of SimTrain. And mm -hmm. I took some notes just to remind you, and those of you that are listening, you might wanna go and see what your boss says about you, because that says a lot, right? His boss says that he brings leadership. I talked to many bosses and they say the hardest thing that they can find is someone with leadership capabilities. His boss says he brings leadership well-rounded leadership in his words he said jim brings energy i know that to be true <laughs> he has an in an innovative mindset you guys um he he just helped us before the podcast so i could not be upside down on this podcast so he is he is definitely an innovative <laughs> solutions oriented uh person and then he brings experience into this digital coach world. So welcome to the leadership table, Jim Madden. I'm glad you're here. Thank you, Melissa. I'm super happy to be here. It's going to be a really good conversation. And you know, when you were talking yeah, about I, I, the last thing I want is an inexperienced uh, pilot. That, that's what that's what this conversation is about. Making sure you have experienced yeah. agents, you know, and that's one of the best things you can do to help the agent life is to help them be experienced. But we'll get into that. We'll get into it in detail, but you yeah. really hit on the theme well, in, in your preamble. Well, let's jump into that. Let's jump into that. And everybody's got their notes. They've got their, they're ready to hear about how AI is improving the agent life inside and outside of work. So kind of just peel that back for me a little bit. Is it really improving agent life or is it detrimental to them? Is it just the new fad? Tell me how, what do you think? Um, agent uh, properly um, um, developed, deployed, and implemented 
AI is a huge opportunity for agents to um, learn how to upskill and upgrade their, um, their, you know, their work love, their work life, their professional life, and, and as well as you know, it becomes a, the rock of a family in developing markets where you know this competent and confident um, person who has become an agent, you know, becomes the rock of a family. So there's so many ways that AI will change many more than what we already know today in the next decade, but properly developed and properly implemented. And um, AI helps an agent's life immediately and dramatically for sure in many ways. And we'll, we'll dig into those, I think, a little bit. Okay. So what's the first way that you would say it makes an impact? What's the first thing you think it does? Sure. So AI, you know, you can look at when when can an agent become exposed to AI and how can that begin to help? And that would be, you know, in the candidate recruitment process. So AI can help um, identify candidates for the right role. So, so there's some people who are very gifted at longer conversations um, around tech support. They're, they're technically savvy. They like problem solving with technology related issues. Um, so, and, and then maybe a couple other categories, people that are people, people want to do customer service or support. And there's other people in more like sales roles. They're persuasive. They enjoy um, the conversation with people to help them solve a problem and then sell them a solution that helps them there. So AI in the beginning can help identify candidates for the right role. So you don't have somebody coming in and being in the wrong role. And even a layer above that, Melissa, you know, think about, um, agents going through training and then freezing on the floor after two, six weeks of training because they were never really properly um, scoped for whether they're, they're, you know, they're going to be a good persona for uh, phone based work. So you can also screen them for you'd be you'd be great in more of a back office function. You'd be great. Your analytical skills would put you over in this area. So AI is going to radically transform how candidates are brought in, assessed, and then put in place. And where where it gets the rubber meets the road for phone-based conversations is using AI to actually give an agent as, as a prospective uh, employee the opportunity to hear the dialogue that they would be using and then role play it. And, and then a lot of them will self-test in very high and, and then, you know, the enterprise benefits is, you know, you're only really screening your A's and B's for this type of role and, and you're moving the A's and B's for different types of, of skills into different areas. So the very first place that a, an, an agent should see and touch AI is during the candidate assessment process so that they're really put in a place where they're going to be successful because that's what leads to attrition is when people don't feel like they're making a contribution and, and then they attrit. And that's not, that's a terrible thing for an employee. And the rock of the economic, uh, the economic rock of a family is when that person, you know, is like, this isn't for me, I gotta go do something else. Um, it, it, put, it threatens the uh, family core because often in a developing country, this person is developing the income for the, for the family unit. Yeah, I'm taking notes like crazy here. You would not okay. believe. Awesome. Uh, you're just you're throwing you're throwing gems out like, and I don't mean Jim Ihoob. I mean you're throwing GEMs. <laughs> you're throwing gems out <laughs> here. So, um, I love that. First of all, um, there's a the book called The Energy Bus. It's pretty old, but it's it's really good, and it it talks about people being on the right seat in the in the bus, right? And yep. 
it this what you've just described is Ken Blanchard said you want to begin with the end in mind. You don't mm -hmm. want to you you want to take care of it at the front, the front end to make sure that someone is competent and confident. Those are the two C words that I that I hear you saying that it's really powerful okay. that I can tell there's a lot of um, experience with you behind that competent and confident. So I appreciate that you're holding companies accountable, offering them help to not bring someone in a rock. Well, you've used the word an economic rock of a family. Don't bring someone in and put them on the wrong seat of the bus that you're holding right. companies accountable. We own that as companies. So if you're sitting at the table with us and you've got a small business, uh, you're part of a large business, you're into recruiting, you're a CEO, a president, you're in a startup. We own who we bring into our organization because they are, they could be the economic rock of their family. And just to fill a seat on the bus, it, it could it could cause great turmoil for that person if we don't put them in the right location. You're saying that AI, you know, what is AI? Well, there's tons of definitions of AI that it can be used for. But you're saying one of the ways it changes the life of some of an agent is it puts them in the right seat. And we owe that as companies to be smarter on who we're selecting. And you can help us with that. So I think that's a great way to start. Number number one is it puts them in the right seat. How many of us, and you've seen it with your uh, experience seasoned, that even in executives, uh, we've got great leaders in the wrong seat. 100%. Great leaders in the wrong seat. Yep, you see this all around. And you know, we'll talk about how A is gonna help both the supervisor and coaching as well as you know the agent life specifically. But you know, you really hit on it. There's a the, one of the tests of great leadership is is what you said is putting the right people in the right spot um, and giving them the tools, equipping them, giving them a confidence and competence, and then holding them accountable and giving them the opportunity to to flourish. And what you see often in larger organizations where it's, you know, AI will dramatically change uh, coaching of first and second line managers, no, no matter what the vertical is, no matter what it is. Obviously, for us in the contact center world, you know, it's super, super important that we help supervisors because, you know, it's very dynamic. It's similar to retail. Here's the thing that happens all the time. The supervisor doesn't show up. The manager of, of the coffee shop doesn't show up. The person who's been there longer, uh, hey, um, you're, you're now the manager. You're now the supervisor of this department. It happens all the time and they're poorly equipped. So AI will help identify who the best person is to put in that spot and then quickly um, give them sessions and coaching to help them um, you know, do that job with a great deal of confidence. That's, that's bingo. Okay, so... That's step number one. If um, we begin here, you begin with the end in mind. So AI, you're like, Melissa, I'm still a little scared of AI. Melissa, I'm not real sure. You know, I hear what Jim's saying. Listen to what he's saying. He's saying, when you're interviewing, when you're trying to select, use this AI tool to find out if this is the right person for this position and give that person an opportunity to see what the position's about before they say yes right. to it. Hey, right. Jim, you know, that made me think you and I probably should go into business. We need to do an AI simulator for marriage. Oh, uh -oh. well, <laughs> my wife almost 30 years just got home. So she, I, I don't, I, I, I could use some help. I'm glad she didn't hear you. Okay. Because people <laughs> I, jumped in I, and said, boy. Yeah. 
Jim and I have yep. that in common. I've almost been married 30 years too, but could you imagine, you know, uh, before someone gets married, they do a simulator to see if they, you know, that could probably save a lot of, we might be onto something there. 100%. All right, podcast. 100%. Crucial okay, so talk about finance yeah. and relationship issues. Yeah, you know, rehearsing right. those, getting those, a hundred percent. If you're not constantly okay, learning I, it. I yeah, think we're going to be on. Yeah, so I was going to just go back, you know, the, the other areas is, you know, things like skill development. So you, okay. you, know, you made a really good point. We in the contact center industry are sometimes held accountable to just get somebody to take the call, that, that there's more volume than there are people. So the other thing when, when you're dealing with that, and it and it's a fact. You know, it happens and it's and it's you know it's not gonna change. You know, there's there's more volume than there are employees to to take the volume in many, many different types of situations. So it, it, what AI can help do is say, you know, here's a scorecard, and you can use the QEVAL um, solution to identify here's a scorecard of the attributes of what somebody needs to do, whatever this skill is you know, a telecom billing role or a cross-sell upsell from tech, tech to, to selling, to tech support to selling, is, is say, hey, look, you should hire this person based upon, you know, your level of what you need to bring them in at. But here are the three things you're going to need to deal with during their onboarding for them to exit at a proficiency level that's going to be acceptable. So that's the other thing. And, and, and then that's the next world. The next world for us is is how is ai going to profoundly positively impact the agent is during their onboarding experience so there's a great deal of attrition during onboarding it's dull it's boring it's not as interactive as it could be the competency levels of people exiting isn't at, at the level that that the enterprise or if you're a bpo what your client is expecting and it's this constant battle of in-class attrition developing confidence and competence, driving people to understand, you know, what they need to focus on, where they need help. And AI will completely transform the onboarding experience in, in within two to three years for sure. There's so many different things that AI wow. can do in terms of scoring and, and then identifying areas for improvement across a myriad of things that need to happen from language skills, typing speeds, then uh, software interaction uh, with the platform that they're going to be interacting with and, and learning the steps and the workflows and the processes to work through a journey with a caller on the phone and then your after call work to the dialogue, rehearsing that dialogue, not be scared to death that the phone's about to ring every day when you come in for your first month and you're still like, okay, you know, all right, I got to take that call, I guess, you know, is giving them the skills where they can perform at a level that they know that their boss isn't going to come, you know, running down to them and say, hey, you need to, you know, what happened on that call? That That's this area of uh, phone fright is an area that is really, really important for agents, you know, to rehearse and role play continuously until they feel that they've developed the, the vernacular the, the special terms and then the um, the kind of the rhythm and then go through the different steps of the call. And, you know, a five, seven minute call, it can have 15 different levels to it. Identify, ver greeting, identify, verify, let, let the person explain the problem, gear them to the solution, resolve, all the way through to a positive, you know, um, MPS uh, ask at the end. 
and then go through the after call work. It's intimidating and um, it's it's hard. Many people who come in from developing countries have very little, they have mobile phone experience. They're, they're on their phones all the time. They've very little to almost no interaction experience with anything that looks anything like an enterprise software platform that a company's managing its customer base on. So that onboarding area is a is a big, big area for AI development. And it goes straight yeah. to having that agent become super comfortable before they move from onboarding into production. I love you walking me through the journey, walking us through the journey of before you, how you bring them on step one, right? And then the skill development. You just said so many key things here. Um, it, the safe environment, you know, I'm a, I'm a trainer, been been in leadership development for years on years. I'm, I guess, seasoned, <laughs> if you will say I'm seasoned as well. And the number one rule of any type of when you're training anything, teaching someone to swim, fly an airplane, uh, be a leader, is they have to have a safe environment. And 100%. then I love the way you said that this is a safe environment for an agent to get confident and competent. Those are your C words, right? on in the area that they're training and that's i think that's why people quit they just I get nervous they 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 bail because they don't think they can do it and you know these role plays these old school role plays that we we started with you know they go from maybe maybe the role play didn't happen uh maybe it went some role plays go extreme that never you know this never happens some role plays don't don't right. uh do enough sometimes they don't get enough simulation in the role play and that, they were good, Jim, for what we had back in the day. But AI is changing. So don't Absolutely. be scared of AI. It's changing the world in That's this right. area. Absolutely. And there's two things that we talk about when, when you know, we're when we're presenting concepts to to audiences. And one of them, one concept that, you know, we believe in firmly is we want to find companies that don't want their agents practicing on their consumers. You know, if, if you're yeah. just hiring people and just you know, like giving them two days to how to log in and, and find their way through the software platform, you don't care about their, your customer experience and things like that, that, that that's, that's not a fit for us. And the other concept we talk about is um, how in, in your root cause analysis of attrition, and, and in this case, we'll talk about onboarding attrition. When does that attrition okay. happen? And, and so, a lot of people realize on day two, when they do a role play or day three, they do a role play that this isn't for them, but they're being paid to get trained. They're going to use the rest of the two or three weeks to find the next job. And then they don't show up the day for okay. production. That, so we always That's ask, when, when does the attrition happen in class? And we, we, have, we have clients who have solved problems from 30% in class attrition to 10. And, and incidentally, they solve that attrition on day two or three because they're rehearsing and practicing and they call it a good attrition. I've never heard that before. We call it good attrition. We help these people identify whether they're the right thing. If if it's a skill issue, we're gonna help them. But but if they're A, afraid of the phone, or this, you know, they're 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 someone who's customer service oriented and they're in a really complex technical and not technical enough, you know, we we wanna move them into another into another role where they can yeah. be successful. 
So we talk about this um, onboarding in-class attrition and not wanting to um, practice on your consumers. Practice in a safe environment with, with a solution that allows you to go over and over and over again and get really detailed feedback of areas you need to improve on before you test. And then you can test and move into production. You know, um, we, those that are sitting at the table, you know, like I said, many of them are business owners. Uh, they, they're leaders in their company. And I'm just hearing you, I, this just keeps resonating with me is we owe it to our agents to Absolutely. provide them at the, you know, we talk about the cultures in our company and the kind of environment we create. And you can talk about that all day long. You can put some great resources out there. Um, but if you're not providing them with simulated resources, you're really setting them up to fail. You, we really are. You know, Jim, it makes that, you know, the movie Top Gun. I know you probably do. I know probably all of our, who, who doesn't know Top Gun, right? Number right, one right. and the yep. second one, both of them are really good. But, but they were Top Gun. They were, they were the elite, the seasoned, if you will, of the, and they yep. still did simulations. They Absolutely. did, they did simulations. They're, hundred percent. It was the same thing, right? I, yes. I just, I just keep thinking. I'm just my aha moments are. We owed it to the military personnel to do simulations and not just set them out there at war. So why would we not want to do that if we care about the business and the people we're bringing in? That, that, that's it. That's it. A hundred percent. You owe it to your business franchise as the franchise owner, the business owner, to you know, be very involved in your customer experience and the culture of your teams to make sure that your people feel like they ha they can be successful. Uh, it's yeah. absolutely fundamental. And, and uh, you know, we're gonna touch on this point. What you just brought up about Top Gun still does simulations and they still do practices. You know, we're gonna talk about how QEVAL helps SimTrain identify even in a group of a thousand agents, say, or even a hundred, your top 10%, they still need to rehearse and practice. Their, their skills get, um, they, they get bored. They need to be challenged. Mm -hmm. and, and still, let, let's go back to that five, seven minute dialogue that might have 15 elements of it. There's an area, either a soft skill or, or a KPI that, that everyone, even your top agent in a thousand, the number one person still has something they can work on, whether it's some sentiment scoring areas around tone, pace, empathy, or it's, you know, meeting certain types of KPIs or, or it's handle time. There's, there's different, you know, it's conversion rate, whatever it is, there's always upskilling that can be done. And, and then obviously, you take your best people and you cross skill them and then you allow them, you identify who your supervisors are or when the key, one queue is really full and the other one is not so full, they can jump on and log into another another queue. So the cross skilling yeah. them with, with automated role plays and AI coaching is, is really important. Just I, like, I really like the, way, yeah. I, I like the way you're simplifying this and you're, you're breaking it down to people that have been scared of AI. You're really helping them to understand how it can actually be implemented. If you've been scared of implementing it, you, I'm not telling every, I'm, this is not right. me making a sales pitch because you can use SIM training. I'm sure there are other great quality uh, programs. Now, Jim will say otherwise, but there are some <laughs> other quality people out there, but um, our niche, you know, we don't have but to we're the leader yeah. in our niche yeah, for sure. But we, yeah, we, we participate and integrate with everything in order to distribute content, yep. to QA 
exploring so we know where to use the AI coach. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So, uh, you know, you talked about even your top need uh, need skill up. So Sha if Shaquille O'Neal, if you're on our podcast today, he probably is. <laughs> who knows? Uh, but, you know, even if you don't know who Shaq was, he was a phenomenal basketball player, right? And he's still out there as a, as a great leader in the industry. But he needed some skill up in free throws. You hear me, Shaq? So he needed a yep. simulator, right, to help with his free throw right. percentage, even though he, he was caught in, the, in his game. Yeah, he needed some <laughs> help with the free throw. He needed gym. He needed sim train for those free throws. That's what he needed. That's what he Shaq, needed. So I'll help you. Shaq, I'll help you out. Okay, he was about Shaq, <laughs> yeah, he, he pulls up at the table. So he, he go see, oh, go see awesome. Jim, Shaq. Hey, um, so the other thing is, Jim, you talked about QEVAL and the marriage slash the partnership of QEVAL. And you wanted to talk a little bit about that. Can you kind of just peel that back just briefly for, for our team? Yeah, sure. So let's cover where we've been. We've talked about assessments and really right. if you have the potential, if you have 400 people to fill 200 seats, then, then you can really assess the the right people for the job. And and um, so that's that's one and the rest of what happens in assessments. Then in onboarding, it's, it's really developing in a safe environment, a place to rehearse and practice and develop skills and your confidence and competence. And, and incidentally, for the business owners out there, we can cut the um, we can cut the uh, time to onboard in half. And this is where we begin to work closely with QEVAL. So with QEVAL in onboarding, we, we are able to share the, the performance results for the agents. So you're gonna graduate a class of say, you know, 25, 50 people. You're gonna graduate that class. But between what SimTrain has assessed these agents at and what QEVAL does, we pre-populate scorecards so in, a supervisor knows that when an agent joins his or her team on, on their first day, that these are the areas to focus on. They, they need help with this or that. And so that's the next area. So it's production coaching with an AI coach that is your AI coach for life. And where we, where we come in here with QEVAL is an agent is in, in production and he's working away. And, and after a body of maybe 10 or 15 calls, QEVAL starts to signal both long tenured agents, your top 10 agents in a, in a large group, your top 1%, your top 10%, even those, it, QEVAL is saying, hey, even these agents need help, but certainly your new, um, your new hires as they come on is giving them this targeted coaching. So QEVAL, like I said before, is going to come back with a scorecard of, you know, hey, conversion rate's high, but handle time's long. So Jim's going to get some coaching where he's going to take sims and he's going to be focused on reducing his handle time without hurting his performance with his conversion rate. Other areas, there might be issues with empathy. So we did a great use case with one of um, our mutual customers that eTech brought us into as a large insurance company. And, and there was a claims line and, and the comment was, hey, um, it's across the board. We're not going to target this coaching. These new hires, they all need to move their empathy up 10%. So we gave them empathy-based simulations. We call them SIMs. So QEVAL identified this. It was discussed with the client. The client said, yes, oh my God, how are we going to do this? You know, we, we're going live in, you know, in 48 hours. It's an emergency response line for a hurricane. 
we're going live. They said, oh, don't worry about it. We'll talk to our partner. You know, I think we might've had our team even on that call. Boom. Uh, we, we gave them two SIMs, two SIMs in 20 minutes, you know, scores jumped and then they were up over 10% in two hours of rehearsing and practicing. So, and that goes across the entire line of all KPIs, all sentiments, all your agents need an AI coach and the results are spectacular. What we see is four to 6% improvement in KPIs such as handle time in only four to six weeks. And over a period of time, our largest customer has cut AHT by 9.7%. And across 40,000 agents, that's worth tens of millions of dollars. So we have this opportunity to go in and target elements yeah. of improvement that need to happen where QEVAL is signaling, hey, you know, this, this team, you can benchmark teams and, and leverage uh, QEVAL to do that. So if you have teams running the same skill and they're in different vendors, they're in different geographies, they're at different levels, um, you can target teams that need to uplift certain types of KPIs. And, but you can go in, a, in groups of thousands of agents and uniquely and individually target, just like the QA scorecard does to say, hey, you know, you got 10,000 agents doing this, doing this piece of work. But, you know, agent number 612, that person, Anna, you know, she needs to work work on this, even though she's a top 10%. And what you see here, and this is the, the concept of the, the learning paradigm, that your agents are between, you know, your, your E's, D's, your C's are usually 60%, your B's and your A's, is believe it or not, you can move your C's to be B's. You can have a full statistical deviation, standard deviation improvement by targeted coaching. And, and this has been well proven in the theories of um, and the implementation of practice. Just think about it as school. So everybody's not great at some subject, even the A students. So what do they do? They get a tutor. So when you're sitting in a mm -hmm. class of 30, that's one to many, and that's what onboarding, and that's what production coaching is happening in, in the contact centers. And it's awesome, and it helps. But imagine going to somebody and saying, hey, you know what? It, 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 you're, you're only a C, you're an A student and everything except for French. And in French, you don't need to do more work. Yet what you need to do is work on your pronunciation. Imagine getting super specific mm -hmm. or you need to work on your conjugations of irregular verbs. Not say work harder at French, give French an extra hour every night and you'll get better. No, it's going right to the exact specific detail that that specific student needs in our world, the agents need in order to become more proficient. And, and it gets down to that super targeted, there's eight, there's 10 or 12 seconds in this five minute conversation that you need to work on because you're not developing empathy when they're asking for help. You're, you need to listen to what they said and your answer needs to be, okay, I'll work on that. It needs to be, oh, that must be really difficult. I'm really sorry that that happened to you. I'm here to help you. That's a totally different response and it gets a completely yeah. different response from, from the consumer. And, and this helped that agent build where AI helps agents. It helps that agent build 
that warehouse of knowledge and skills to become more and more proficient and, and, and you know, keep their job longer, start to earn bonuses, start to look good for promotional opportunities, get skilled into other groups so they're always the most occupied, so they always have the most opportunities in front of them. That's where AI coaching is going to absolutely revolutionize the performance in contact centers and help agents' lives. Oh, that's a must have. It's a, we, we kind of owe it to the agents to do that. We, I, you know, a batting coach can, that's what a batting coach does, right? He's sitting there staring at what you need to do to hit a home run. And this can do that at a massive scale. You talk about, we use acceleration huddles as a coaching where we're accelerating behaviors. This, this, um, you know, the AI coach for life is just a massive acceleration. And these numbers about, you know, that average handle time, the whole, what you did with QE Val, I think that was beautiful. I think that was a great marriage. You know, two, you got two simulations in 20 minutes that just got them prepared for an emergency situation. And like, that, that's amazing. And then we take, well, we take the I, You floor. know, I, is there any last thing you want to Yes, I want to yeah. close the loop on that because I didn't. We take those scores and pump them back into QEVAL and, and then QEVAL checks them as um, as, prof as proficient. And, and then obviously then it gets assessed based on, on the calls, the recordings and so forth. So yes, absolutely. I'm going to start calling you MQ because you're, you're Melissa, the master of metaphors. <laughs> I am. I am. I love metaphors. That's my favorite thing, but it helps us, you yep. know, it's I know myself and over the, the years, it helps us to understand, especially in the world of AI, um, we just, it's just been scary, right? There's a lot of legal issues out there. I just went through a legal training about AI and I know everybody's hearing just a lot of things. This is really, this, this is a safe way to implement AI. Absolutely. It, it is, yep. it is a safe way. It's super quick. It's super easy. We ingest recordings or scripts and, you know, people are getting results in two to four weeks max with uh, SimTrain. And, and the, the, the AP, it's an API based integration into our, our friends at eTech and, you know, you and your QE valve. So it's an out of the box, you know, a couple hours of, of configuration, that's it. So, you know, you already have all the scorecards there. You know, we just ingest that information and along with the recordings create the SIMs and the targeted SIMs, and then you're off and running. And you have AI coaching running globally at scale with standardization that has never been able to be done before. Imagine trying to deliver standardized global coaching that goes down to the 15 second snip of a call on, a on 10,000 agents. It doesn't happen, but that's what we're able to do with QEVAL. That's mind blowing. Can you think about that? Here we said that's that's it's a dream come yeah. true, actually, in a call center, contact center environment. It's a dream come true. And how many lives, you know, how many agents lives did we change because they went from a C to a B and then and then to an A where they're starting to earn bonuses, recognition, promotions and so forth. It, it's it's absolutely mind blowing what a standard deviation of improvement can do for an agent population, both for the agents the thousands of agents that were C's that are now B's, instead of getting kind of, you know, derogatories on, um, you know, every week on, on their QEVAL scorecard, they're, they're getting, they're seeing real progression and re, the real confidence that allows them to flourish. You know, I, um, 
I appreciate this so much because um, outside of eTech, I serve as a, as a life coach to so many families, uh, teenagers, um, those types of things. And I hear, like, we all know this, even for you, for those that are sitting at the table, life's tough. Life is tough. Like we, we, we sometimes uh, create situations that we're in. Sometimes we didn't even ask for it. We didn't deserve it, but it came into us anyway. But if you can feel confident and competent at work, man, that sure helps you to deal with what's happening outside of work. And so when we, we're an organization that talks about mental health and how we care about our employees, um, they're going to face life situations. Let's try to help them at work where they can go from a C to a B, from a B to an A. Like you said, it changes bonuses and, and uh, it, how they make them feel mentally at work can help right. them hopefully survive some things that happen outside. I think that's a that's a huge win. That's a huge win. Yeah. Well, any closing words you want to say? I know that I know everybody's got to get back off the table. We can't sit at the table, but we're going to have you back at the table. But what closing thing do you want our podcasters to hear from you, Jim? Well, we're really passionate at SimTrain about improving our your agents' lives. And we do it through um, helping you by getting uh, more proficient and more confident and competent agents. But thanks very much for your time. We'd love to have you follow us on LinkedIn at SimTrain and um, and follow our friends uh, eTech as well. We have a strong partnership. And we'd love to talk to you if there's anything in your world where you'd like to see some performance improvements where this partnership can really um, drive benefits and results. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Melissa. Awesome. M cubed. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Jim. Hey, thank you very much. And if you guys have questions for Jim, you want to reach out to me or the team, feel welcome to. And we appreciate your partnership, Jim. And thanks for being on the podcast. And next time we'll sit at the table together. See you guys on the next Sounds episode great. of eTech Leadership Table. All right. Awesome. See you later. Thank thanks you. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Thanks to the eTech family. Thanks, Melissa. Thank Cheers. you.